Hey, are you looking to upgrade your key life areas and evolve to a higher level of existence? To practically harness personal growth and spirituality in a crazy, busy, imperfect world? Then you've come to the right place. My name is Prash and this is Urban Spirituality, the show which uniquely fuses ancient wisdom with contemporary self-growth and spiritual disciplines to deliver value-adding tools, traits, and insights to help you unleash your fullest potential. We always keep it real, featuring authentic, unfiltered dialogue with guests from diverse backgrounds to inspire, entertain, and enlighten all who listen. So get ready for your dose of urban spirituality. Be present and let's dive in. Where has self-sabotage made an adverse impact in your life? Where has that been for you? What have you done that has resulted in self-sabotage? How have you sabotaged yourself in your life? What did you do that prevented you from getting the success that you wanted, that got in your way? Because the first step here is we've got to get aware. We've got to get aware of where self-sabotage is happening. Where sabotaging, uh, self-sabotage is occurring. How are we putting the brakes on our own progress? How is that even happening? And you know, you know, sometimes we end up kicking ourselves, right? Like, why did that happen? Why did I do that? Why on earth did I make that decision, right? And sometimes you don't realize but that it's our own subconscious patterns that cause us to sabotage the results that we get. I hope that kind of makes sense. So ask yourself, where has it been a problem for you? Where has sabotage, self-sabotage caused breaks or disruption into the progress and the success that you truly wanted and deserved? Um, as we do that, let's start by giving you I love this quote. I really love this quote by Jim Carrey, the author, the um, the actor Jim Carrey. Um, and I'm going to share that in a second. But first and foremost, quick introductions um, for the order of the day so everybody knows who's who here. Um, so uh, delighted, delighted, delighted to be here. Allow me to introduce myself um, if the technology doesn't fail on me here. So I'm really sorry for this, guys. Okay. Sorry, guys. Right, here we go. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another live with myself, Prash Katecha, the CEO of Stress to Success and founder of Urban Spirituality. I am your host for this session. I'm a well-being and conscious leadership transformational coach, trainer and speaker, and it's my pleasure to share a little bit of wisdom that I think that we can all relate to and hopefully help us in our lives when it comes to the area of self-sabotage. So, I want to start with this quote, uh, which really hits me. And it's by Jim Carrey, the Hollywood actor. You can spend your whole life imagining ghosts, worrying about the pathway to the future. But all there will ever be is what's happening here and the decisions we make in this moment, which are based on either love or fear. So many of us choose our path out of fear disguised as practicality what we really want seems impossibly out of reach and ridiculous to expect so we never dare to ask the universe for it wow how powerful is that right <laughs> how powerful is that right self-sabotage getting in the way 
um, of anything that we want to do. I mean, this is a real problem. So think of where it's affected you in your life. And we want to start in this short session by understanding, firstly, why do we sabotage ourselves? You know, why, you know, why does it even happen? So what we've got to understand is we have our conscious mind, we have our subconscious mind, and we have our ego. And what self-sabotage is, is a process, a pattern within our mind that tr seeks to protect us from pain. So although we want to achieve something worthwhile, although we want to do something great, our self-sabotage tendencies prevent us from feeling the pain that we would experience to achieve that particular goal. So our brain is built to reinforce and regulate our life. But when we don't utilize that, our brain just regulates ourselves and keeps us within this certain parameter. Think of your subconscious mind as a gatekeeper, right? With the comfort zone. The subconscious is, it's wired. It's wired to see self-sabotage as a way to protect you, uh, to prevent pain, to keep you safe. So when we want to step outside our comfort zone, we want to reach for that goal, reach for that objective, achieve that certain thing, date that certain person, get into that certain relationship, achieve that certain business target, whatever it is that we're trying to do, if we're stretching too far out of our comfort zone, even a little bit for some people, our subconscious mind triggers a bunch of self-sabotaging. And then we end up not doing what we wanted to do. So what happens is, our inner voice becomes our inner critic and it's that inner critic that then holds us back and sort of prevents us from seizing new challenges and living to our fullest potential. Does that make sense? So this is why self-sabotage occurs. It's there to seemingly try to protect us, although it can often do more harm than good. I hope that makes sense. So. The next question we've got to ask ourselves really is if we understand what self-sabotage is, it's trying to do what it's doing. It's, it's trying to act as a safeguard to defend ourselves, right? Even though it's no longer needed, right? This is childhood stuff, right? Stuff that's accumulated. So it's preventing us from doing something, even though we don't need that protection anymore. It prevents us, right? The second thing is we've got to recognize um, why it's showing up. We've got to recognize how it's showing up where you know where is it showing up so the first thing is you've got to understand some of the areas that it shows up and i want to share three areas where self-sabotage how self-sabotage can manifest right because these are destructive self-destructive habits their thought patterns um our mindset is holding us back um what we need to do is try to recognize the most common appearances of self-sabotage and there are three that are very common for most people and you may have experienced them in your own life. So the first one is procrastination. Now, who knows about procrastination? Let's just get real for a second, right? <laughs> I've procrastinated. I'm sure you've procrastinated in some way. We've all ended up procrastinating in some kind of way, right? So when you talk about procrastination, you're talking about a tendency to bring about self-sabotage. When procrastination occurs, you know that that self-sabotage has arrived. And this is just one of the ways that um, we're able where we prevent ourselves from getting the results that we want because procrastination has kicked in. So 
procrastination is one way because you know we feel that the thing that we want to achieve that goal um that habit change that person that we want to speak to whatever it is that we ought to do or we want to do that to do it would be too painful we're not looking at the outcome right that it's going to be great and joyful and all that we're looking at the task the endeavor is going to be so painful so much outside of our comfort zone that we just don't do it and as a result procrastination turns to self-sabotage and that self-sabotage derails our success so that's one of the three ways the second of the three ways that self-sabotage shows up for people is negative self-talk now i think most of us can relate to negative self-talk in some sort of way right negative self-talk negative thinking i've done uh i've done lives on this and for those of you who had not had a chance on the urban spirituality podcast i talk about this subject on a number of episodes with a number of guests and that is our inner critic how to tame our inner critic see our inner thinking they say that 80 percent of our waking thoughts are in some way negative or disempowering yeah i'll say that again 80 percent so we often end up blaming ourselves we often end up regretting or resenting something that we have done in the past or we're anxious about something that has yet to happen right so we're rarely in the present here and now and as a result negative self-talk creeps in uh, and it tells us it gives us doubt it gives us blame we end up blaming ourselves there's an aspect of that in psychology referred to as the judge that the judge kicks in the judges we're judging ourselves are oh, you're 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 never going to be successful you're too thick for that you're you're too weak for that you're not good enough for that person you're not smart enough for that business position you won't make that career ladder you're not ambitious enough whatever it is those negative voices those that negative self-talk creeps in and again that then becomes the second way in which self-sabotage takes place for us that's the second way the third way that self-sabotage kicks in or shows up for some people is perfectionism <laughs> p for perfectionism right this is where you tell yourself you got to get it right otherwise it's no good that until you get it right until you get it perfect that it's a it's a failure and that desire for perfectionism is a way of holding yourself back it's almost like a curve imagine you've got a timeline you've got the fear of failure at the beginning you want to do a task you want to achieve a goal you want to achieve this objective this goal date this person get this career goal take your business to this level do this task lose weight gain weight whatever it is imagine you've got this goal here and over here you're starting and there's your goal over there right and you start with a fear of failure right you're thinking oh my god what if i fail what happens you carry on over that fear of failure and that then becomes procrastination because you're afraid of failing you now procrastinate so fear of failure leads to procrastination then you procrastinate for a while thinking ah oh, i'll get to it oh, it's too painful you know, the pain of failure is too much so you procrastinate procrastination can derail us but if we overcome procrastination and really start focusing on, on our results we can start making progress but then as we make progress we start to become critical we say ah oh, i'm not doing well enough i'm not succeeding well enough i'm not getting at the pace i'm i'm not succeeding at the pace i wanted i'm not getting the results i wanted we start getting highly critical because we're trying to achieve unrealistic standards so we get highly critical we then try and achieve or aim to aspire for unrealistic standards and when we try and achieve for unrealistic standards or expectations aka perfectionism for some people 
then these goals over here are out of reach. Does that make sense? So it's a whole sequence that we go through that derails us. So those are the three ways that procrastination, sorry, that self-sabotage can show up. Procrastination, negative self-talk or negative thinking and perfectionism. These three. So what can we do about it? I want to share a couple of ways that we can tackle this. Um, and let me give you a couple of insights. The first way, the first way that you can do this and I hope you can relate to what I'm saying here, is when you look at becoming self-aware, recognizing those habits showing up. So you wanna start when you feel that negativity coming up, whenever you feel that inner critic, that negative self-talk coming up, whenever you feel yourself procrastinating, you've gotta catch yourself in it and recognize it as a self-sabotaging trait. And what you do is you label it, say, ah, there goes my self-sabotaging trait. The moment you do that, you're separating yourself from the habit, from the self-sabotage. You now become the person who's witnessing the self-sabotage rather than the, being, the person who's the victim, rather, the, rather than being the person who's being sabotaged. Does that make sense? It's a very subtle but very powerful difference. Very subtle, but very powerful. You separate yourself by labeling it and saying, ah, look, there goes that self-sabotaging trait again. There goes my procrastination tendency. There goes my perfectionism tendency. So you label it. The moment you label it, you create that separation. When you've created that separation, in that moment, you can look to try and see what that root cause is. You don't have to do a detailed analysis. Just try in quiet times, look for where that root cause comes. A lot of these root causes are down to a lack of self-esteem or a lack or an inadequacy, right? That we're not good enough. We're not smart enough. I've suffered from this. So I damn well know what it's like. But sometimes we don't know, we can't achieve what we want because we feel we're not good enough. We don't deserve it. We're not worthy enough. We're, you know, we're not smart enough. We're not beautiful enough. So what happens is that lack of self-esteem, consider that self-esteem as a wrapper for all those different things. Not good enough, smart enough, worthy enough, beautiful enough, strong enough, whatever it is. Those are all self-esteem complexes. When you have that self-esteem complex, what then happens is when that happens, that self-esteem complex derails you. So what you want to do is you want to capture and re recognize that you're you're dripping you're dropping into self-esteem in that moment catch yourself so when you've labeled that as procrastination perfectionism negative self-talk then ask yourself is there a self-esteem issue going on here and more often than not there is some sort of self-esteem issue going on it happens for a lot of people at that moment reflect to yourself and ask yourself this question is it really true the value judgment that i placed on myself am i really not worthy Am I really that not beautiful? Am I really that not strong? Am I really that weak? Am I really that dumb? Challenge it by asking yourself that question. So again, when you ask that question, you go into what's called the reflective state. So you go from what's a brain, uh, you go from a state of brainwave activity, which is uh, a, a highly reactive state, beta, and you drop into what's called an alpha state. For a moment, you go into a reflective state that allows you to shift from reacting to a situation to responding to a situation. Does that make sense? So now you can reflect just for that moment in that state, you reflect and say, take a few deep breaths and ask yourself, is this the most empowering action that I can take? Is it truly going to be this painful or fearful, the thing that I want to do? And then in that moment, you shift your attention from the fear 
that lies ahead of the road to achieving that goal or objective, right? towards the outcome that you're going to get when you achieve it, the feeling that you're going to get when you achieve it, right? So add feeling and meaning to the objective that you're after, that goal that you're after. Like, for example, let's say the goal is that you want to achieve a certain um, rank in your career or your business. And you say, look at the feelings that you're going to feel like, wow, I'm going to feel so, so proud of myself. My kids are going to be so proud of me. I'm going to bring a certain level of income that's going to help my family. Think of all those noble feelings, not egocentric but heart-centric, right? Not egocentric, heart-centric, community-centric feelings that you're gonna have associated with achieving that goal. So what you're doing is you're flicking your mind from thinking about, you're flicking from the negative critic, thinking about all the things that go wrong, which is all fear-bound, to love and selflessness-bound. Over here, like, wow, the pleasure of getting that position is gonna be great, I'm gonna be able to help people, I will, I'll be financially more strong. So start to shift in that moment of self-reflection, once you've got that, you find your inner positive voice. So now you reinforce it, say, wow, you know what? I can start to take small steps here. I can start to take baby steps. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm not going to look for perfectionism here. What I'm going to do is I'm going to shift to achieve a small step. And that leads us to the next part of the strategy, which is you make progress in small, meaningful ways. Rather than trying to achieve that goal that you're trying to do so quickly, what you do is you look in small ways at how you can make those incremental changes. See, once you've identified the thing that you want, don't try and make this grand sweeping change all at once. It's not even realistic, right? Like I described earlier, you then set unrealistic expectations and you fall down and then self-sabotage kicks in. Instead, begin by making small meaningful changes that will slowly build to create larger transformations progressively. So if it's in, if it's in, you know, a body transformation, you start with those micro steps. If it's in building a relationship with somebody, start with small steps, right? Get to know them, right? When we date somebody, we don't go in and say, can I marry you, right? Nobody does that. Well, very few people do, right? Unless you had a, you know, gun held to your head. But most people don't do that. Most people will say, let me get to know you. Let me gradually spend more time with you. Let us exchange ideas, thoughts, feelings, gifts, conversations. And so we do these things in a gradual way and then we spend more time with that person, then more time, then more time until we're on the phone all day to them, right? Some of us. Then we make the decision to get engaged. We don't even get married straight away. We get engaged, then a registered marriage, and then eventually we get married, right? That's what most people do in relationships. So why not apply that same smart, incremental, due diligent approach that still has your heart and your intellect working together why not apply that to the things that you want to achieve so you overcome the tendency for self-sabotage? Because now you're recognizing it, then you're labeling it, you're right? Oh yeah, it's procrastination. Oh, it's perfectionism. Oh, it's negative self-thought. Then you're recognizing the self-esteem wrapper that comes with it, right? That inadequacy that I'm not good enough, strong enough, powerful enough. You're recognizing it. Then you're distancing yourself from it. Then you're reassessing the value of that, the, the reality of that statement, is that really true? Am I really that disempowered? Usually you're not. And once you've done that, your positive inner voice kicks in and then you look at what you're going to achieve when you achieve that. Look at the noble objectives and outcomes, the feeling and the meaning that you're going to get when you achieve that goal or out that task, whatever you're trying to do, and avoid self-sabotaging. And once you've got those positive feelings, make meaningful changes bit by bit by bit by bit by bit. And that, my friends, is a powerful way to start to overcome sabotage each time, every time, and shift to a more positive way.
Hey folks, thanks so much for listening. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. And as with all our episodes, found something to inform, inspire and empower you in your personal and spiritual journeys in life. As always, feel free to leave a little love for your ratings and comments, subscribe and share it with those you care about. And take your personal and spiritual evolution to the next level by joining us on one of our unique events, workshops, or retreats, or taking advantage of our personal and professional coaching packages. Find out more about us at mantratherapy.co.uk. I'm your host, Prash K. This is Urban Spirituality, and we will catch you on the next episode.